Hey everybody and welcome to In This Economy, episode 4. My name is Matt and thank you all for being with us today. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Sam. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, Maddie. Let's get this bread. I am so excited to be here today. I've been looking forward to this all week. I have some bones to pick with our listeners and you. I believe an apology well, is due. You know, all right, all right. So I, I think we're going to get to that because apologies are in order. So I think how we're going to frame the episode today is we're going to start with a recap. I'm going to talk a little biotech. I might throw in a little omega-3 like I've been known to do. We'll then talk about Sam's wild weekend. We're then going to talk about our naughty and nice list, given that it is the Christmas season. we got to talk Trump impeachment, and then we're going to finish up with Sam's picks for the weekend for NFL. Does that sound good? Sounds great. So, yeah, Sam, buddy, uh, what a weekend. Let me just start with that. NFL really came together for you. What a weekend is right. Let me tell you, I got so much crap from you, from our listeners. Well, it, I think I started out 0-4. I believe that was uh, actually 0-5. 0-5, yeah. We were on our sixth bet uh, when we finally hit, and we hit a big one. We had a juicy one. That we was hit, one of the juiciest. Yeah, ones. one of the juiciest yeah. parlays. I warned you guys about that one. Uh, and we hit that one. We hit that big, and then we hit the ground running. Yeah. We went after that one for six. Then we went two for seven. We hit that yeah. Thursday part, or we hit with that Thursday bet, which mm. you guys could only see if you follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Economy Pod. Exactly. And then we went into the can't miss bet of the week. Yeah. And you know we hit that. Who was that? Do you remember? That was the Texans. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Texans. They played the Titans. Uh, and it was a tough game, right. but the Texans pulled it out, right. and we had that big win. So that was our third win in a row. Yeah. And then we had that morning parlay. Morning parlay hit. We were a little worried about that one. We but, were concerned, but, but it that did morning hit. parlay hit. That was four in a row. And right. then, unfortunately, we had a, a rough go of it yeah. in the afternoon. That parlay Sunday was, afternoon was was wild. To uh, who cow, Cowboys screwed us up and. Uh, the Cowboys screwed us up. The Niners screwed us up. Oh, the yeah. Raiders screwed us up. That was a that was a bad one all the way around. That one fell flat. Was not as juicy as we we thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, it really looked juicy on yeah. the page too. And then it being out. really dry. Yeah, too dry for us. <laughs> way too dry. But you know, just so we're all clear. Yeah, set the record straight. Let's set everybody. the record straight. If you took every single bet I've given you guys, there's been ten. You would have won four, but if you bet the same amount of money on every single bet, because we had two parlays in two weeks, which is unheard of, we had two parlays, you would be up 400%. What other podcast is doing that? In three weeks, you'd be up 400%. Four times your money. A lot of money. Should have bet the house. Right. Mortgage the house. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying that that's a good idea. I'm just saying you should have done it. Well, I just hope that all the listeners out there, and you know, I'm on your side about this, Sam. I don't know if you think that I'm not with you, but on behalf of the listeners, you know, I think they all, they're all going to apologize to you. I think that's the right way to do it. If you really want to apologize, you could follow us at Economy Pod. Go yeah. ahead and send me a DM, and maybe I'll send you a bonus pick. I don't know, if a, I'm feeling generous. Right. Oh, a pick. If maybe I'm, a spicy penny song. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Um, while we have you guys' attention here, please subscribe to the pod. Give us five stars, review, tell a friend, tell that friend to tell a friend. You have any comments, concerns on the pod, email us at in this economy podcast at gmail.com. 
in this economy pod at gmail.com. Why is that so hard for me to remember? You know what? It's a tough one to remember. The I think I know weird. why. My omegas threes, they're low. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Matt, I'm gonna need you to help replenish them. How are our omega okay. three stocks doing? So I gotta I gotta clarify a lot because we had some very, very big news. Now it didn't translate so much so so positively in the market, but the news of the company itself was huge. And I'm gonna explain why you should continue holding Amarin. So the news that we got on Friday the 13th is that the FDA expanded the label for Amarin's omega-3 drug Vasipa to include patients that have a triglyceride level of 150 milligrams per deciliter or higher. And there's also some other particularities of the label, but the fact is it's a huge label now that's gonna include a lot of people. And I think from my calculations, there's gonna be about 33 million Americans that qualify to take this drug now. So Amarin is gonna be able to hit the ground running and uh, they're gonna have a huge market. So they guided for 2020 revenue already of around $650 million. And I think they sandbagged the numbers. Whoa. I think they sandbagged the numbers Those because- Sandbagging sons of bitches. Right? Because 33 million people out there in the US that they're gonna be able to sell to. And with them only guiding that much, I think they're coming in under so that once the numbers hit, the prescription numbers that is, uh, the stock's gonna increase wildly on that news. So if you bought, and I'll explain actually right now what the stock did. So it closed on Friday at around 24, then Monday it opened up around 22, and it's sitting around like 20, 20 and change right now. So you're only down like 12% if you did buy there. But I want you to hold because as the quarterly results come out, they're going to continually impress and the stock's gonna rise on that news. So that is my prediction today. With you, do you recommend that anyone buys right now at the $20 range? So I'll tell you something. I bought at $20.83 in one of my you know, high-risk gambling accounts. So there, there you go. Not much because I already have a pretty big position that's lower than that. But I took a little bit here because I think that this dip here, you're just seeing some short sellers get out. And I don't think it's, it's legitimate because of this huge market that's going to be there. Now, man, at twenty dollars and eighty three cents, that's so juicy. I think I might take it too, Maddie. <laughs> right. I think I'm going for it. I love, I love to hear that. Now, let me move on to the other omega three. That was a huge winner. Let me just say. All right. So even if you lost twelve percent on Amarin, and by the way, the ticker is AMRN. Acosti is the other omega three company that I talked about. The ticker is ACST. And now that stock, when I talked about it last week or a week before that, it was sitting around 173, 180 maybe. And if you bought that then, this week it closed at 240 on some of the days. So you would be up 40% on that. Now the run up from Acosti is because they're anticipating some phase three data that's still yet to come out. There's gonna be one trial at the end of December and one trial at the end of January. And you know, you could just sell right now and you would do really well. And what I would recommend is that you sell most of it now since you're up 40% and then let a few shares ride, you know, just try to ride that wave. If the data very much impresses, you could see the stock increase from there. So it might be worth the chance with a little bit of shares. Wow. So I know that right now is a strange time in the stock market in general. Uh, this is right before the holiday season. Different people have different opinions on this. Matt, what do you do? I know I said I was going to buy some Amarin, which I, I still might, but generally yeah. I tend to hold and not do anything big right now. Mm -hmm. 
because I want to see the market kind of figure itself out in the yeah. air. Yeah, and I, I've heard two different things too. You hear a lot about the Santa Claus rally, which you know to me doesn't really mean anything, but people say it so much on the internet that somehow it just gets this meme status. But then, realistically, you hear about a lot of portfolios having to sell stock to lock in gains or lock in losses, especially for tax incentives for the next year. So I think it could go either way, and both of those phenomena that happen just kind of cancel each other out. So for me, I don't do anything special. With biotech specifically, the holidays don't mean anything because it's all about news that comes out regarding uh, phase three trials or FDA approvals and things like that. So for me, I just kind of keep my stock and I sell more on a fundamental basis rather than a seasonal basis. It's probably a pretty good way to think about it. You know what else is crazy? If you just listen to what we tell you on this stock, between the bets and your stock gains and crypto gains, yeah. you'd be up like 500% right yeah. now. I only wish I put in more money into all of this stuff, really. Me too. I should have bet the house. Yeah. So in the spirit of the holidays, Matt, I think we should each give a naughty and nice uh, subject to talk about with economic standing. Right, right. We're making a list. We're checking it twice. <laughs> We're going to find out who's naughty or nice. Yeah, yeah, that's just about it. You know, Santa Claus, he likes to judge various different things, various different people. And uh, it's our prerogative that we have that ability to do so, too. And don't get me started about Santa Claus. He's a judger. Is he? It's me. I'm Santa uh, Claus. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> now I get it. Yeah, yikes. So, All right. Why don't you go first, Sam? Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with naughty. Who's going to get some coal? And let me go straight to it. The gift card racket has got to end. I am sick of this. The other day, I was buying some gift cards for my employees and, you know, just trying to give them some cash. What a good boss. Yeah, just trying to give them some cash to spend this holiday season. Did you guys know that for every dollar you spend on a gift card, they charge you to buy these gift cards? It is the dumbest thing on the on the planet. So you want to give somebody a $100 gift card, that'll be 10 extra dollars. So $100 turns into $110. How stupid is that? I might as well just give my employee $110, cash, just right? cash. It is ridiculous. Right. It is so dumb. It is a racket. It is disgusting. It makes me sick. Gift cards are on my naughty list. I'm all out on them in 2020. I am saying they are getting a bag of coal. Is, uh, is there any in particular that you mean that, that does this? Visa gift cards. Visa. Okay. Uh, does this, but I believe that this is a an epidemic. Really? Because I think when I buy Amazon ones, it's 50 bucks for like 50 bucks. I would uh, venture you double, double check, check that. that. Okay. I think you've been getting bamboozled. Huh. Interesting. And I won't stand for it, and I won't stand for our listeners getting conned like this. So what you're saying, I think we just need to start... Let's get over this shame or this weird feeling we have about giving cash and just give cash. Give write cash. a check. Would you think my employees would rather a $100 Visa gift card or $110 cash? They'd rather that extra 10 bucks. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know what they could have done with that 10 bucks? They could buy part of a stock from Robinhood because Robinhood has clearly been listening to our pod. And you know what? Right after our episode was released, what did they do? They released partial shares of stock that you could buy from them, yeah. which is something that we talked about just last week on our pod, Matt. Right. Yeah. 
they have ears everywhere. That's true. They might be listening. I think they're probably going to want to sponsor the show eventually. I think they should. It's just inevitable. <clears throat> Matt, who do you have on your naughty list? Yeah, let me give you this. So one of the stocks that uh, IPO'd this year was Beyond Meat. I don't know if you've heard this or anybody out there likes to eat terrible food, like, you know, <laughs> food that doesn't have any sort of animal products. And, you know, it's your prerogative to do that. I know one of our one of our dear listeners is vegan. Or actually, I think he just turned He's vegetarian. vegetarian now. And, uh, oh, wow, talk about low T. <laughs> now, the reason why Beyond Meat deserves a lump of coal is because their valuation was absolutely absurd for the amount of money they were making. Uh, at July 26th of this year, they were trading at $234 per, per share. Pretty remarkable, right? Well, that's Pretty a lot high. of gift cards. Now, if you check the stock market, or well, this week we'll say, the stock ended up closing at 77.3, a loss of 67%, with a valuation of still around like $5 billion. And guess how much money they made, net income, in Q3 of 2019? I couldn't. $4 million. Income? Net income. That's it. And their valuation is like 100 times that right now. Absurd. Yeah. So for that reason, they deserve coal. They deserve the worst that comes to them. And when Impossible Burger (laughs) eventually does IPO, I hope they completely destroy Beyond Meat. There you you go. Maybe I have a vendetta. You know, I don't like to uh, go off, as they say, but just Beyond Meat, the worst company. Sometimes you got to go off. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Naughty right now. You want to give us your nice? Why don't you give us your nice? So my nice is, uh, I want to say the tech sector as a whole, but you know what, I'm going to go really, really kind of lame and just say Apple. Yeah. And the reason why is because Apple was trading at around 160 at the beginning of the year, and today, this week, they closed at around 280, which is pretty much an 80% gain. For a blue chip stock, for a stock that you would have been more than fine buying at 160. Yeah, Absolutely. And what I think people need to realize, everybody in the CNBC world, all they talk about is, oh, is the next hottest iPhone going to be this? Is, is the next Apple Watch going to be that? But honestly, you just need to look at share buybacks. All these companies are doing immense share buybacks, and that correlates very highly to how well the stock's doing. And when Apple is buying their own shares back, it's lowering the number of outstanding shares and increasing the value of the stock. So I urge everybody to stop listening to your friends and pay attention to share buybacks. And Apple is gonna to continue to do share buybacks and only gonna increase the stock further. So that's my nice stock pick. That's a great pick. The way I see it with Apple in general, anytime someone's gonna tell you something bad about Apple and Apple stock, just go anywhere in public and see what people are using. Yeah. Every laptop's yeah. an Apple laptop. Everybody's phone is an iPhone. It's true. Everyone hates that stupid green message when you're texting. Yeah, yeah. So you're just putting a new category when you do when you have that. You absolutely are. So Apple's gonna be fine. Apple's a good buy at two eighty. Think so. I think so. They have a ton of cash, and I think you know with this trade deal coming down, there's a good chance they're gonna be exempt from a lot of these tariffs. So there you go. Just gonna continue to roll forward. So Apple is getting a big fat present, which is our two thumb up approval. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For the holidays. Yeah. Well, my nice list item is, to no surprise to anybody really, and that is juicy can't miss bets. <laughs> I love them. Man, have we been on a roller coaster? It's been wild. To hit two parlays two weeks in a row, Yeah, those kind of gains, Yeah, 
that's like a drug that you can't right you can't ever you'll chase it forever it's a new opiate epidemic yeah it absolutely is and our listeners are riding along (laughs) yeah and so that is on my nice list that great can't miss degenerate parlay winning feeling I, I hope you're confident enough for your picks that are coming up soon. Because oh, we got to go wait. three for three weekends in a row, I mean, winning. Yeah. It'll be rough, but I think we can do it. Speaking of, uh, of naughty, yeah. man, we have some, uh, some news here in America, some world news. Our man, Donald. Yeah, the president of the United States this week was, uh, was voted by the House of Representatives to be impeached on both articles. So the... Articles are now going to move to the Senate, where they're now going to vote on whether or not to convict and remove him from office. How, how do you feel about that, Sam? You know, I'm neutral on it because I don't think impeachment really means too much. I think it kind of shows wrongdoing, maybe, but that's about as far as it goes. He's the third president in history to be impeached. Um, it, that does not mean anything's going to happen to him. That doesn't yeah. even mean that he won't get reelected next year. Absolutely. And financially, looking at futures after hours, not much motion's been going on, so I don't think anybody's too particularly concerned. But really, it's because he's not going to be removed. The likelihood of him being removed, and what that means is a a vote in the Senate of two-thirds majority needs to happen, is just very unlikely, given that the Republicans are the majority party in the Senate. And I think uh, even on Predict It right now, we looked and the Senate convicting him in his first term, 90 cents is going for no right now. So if you want to make a bet that between now and November that the Senate will not convict him, you could win 10 cents on your money now. 10%, not too bad. Matt, will you explain what predicted is again for those of us who have not listened uh, from the beginning, for the ones who didn't listen to episode one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So predicted is this online basically a gambling site but what they do are kind of these fun prop bets and they do have a big focus on politics american politics i think they did a brexit one as well so it's uh, it's pretty much worldwide but they uh they've lately been taking a focus in impeachment since it's been such a hot thing and you could have voted on trump impeachment in before 2019 and i'm not sure exactly how that ended up panning out obviously to get impeached but what the odds were originally And one bet that I did take is that Trump will remain in office before the end of 2019. And so far, I've made three cents on the dollar, which you love to see. That's 3%. Gains are gains. Gains are gains. So I think the max I can win is 4% on that, and it'll close out in the next two weeks. But I do think that the Senate bet, and actually, I don't want to say it's a little juicy. (laughs) I don't want to... I don't want to jump to it because it's like, you know, 10% still isn't bad. If you think of a stock moving up 10% yeah. is pretty good. So I might just I might just dip my toe in the water here. Yeah, get your beak wet. Yeah. You know, like I said earlier in the pod, I normally stay away from the stock market right around this time of the year. So I think predict it's a good way to get that kind of, that fix that you need, that yeah. gain. And so I might uh, dip my toes with yeah. you, pal. The only thing is you have to kind of wait until November. So it's kind of a long bet. 10% in, what is that, 10 months kind of sucks. But yeah. you don't have to keep your money there the whole time. You can remove some of your money as the, the bet starts to work in your favor or against it. So that's kind of one of the benefits of, of Predict It. The stock does not look, the stock market in general, it got a huge uh, pump when Trump was elected and doesn't look like it's going to be moving. But again, I would just lay off. I would wait for the news, see what happens. 
it's going to be hard for them to vote anyway with the holidays coming up. Yeah, I think the vote, if it does happen, will probably be in the first half, probably the first quarter of uh, 2020. But, you know, politicians, public sector workers, they just... They, they don't just, like working. Yeah, they don't have that drive, you know? Yeah. No incentive to actually do anything real positive. So I imagine it's, it's going to take a while for them to vote. But I think uh, once they do vote, that bet's probably going to go up quite a bit because... Majority of Republicans in the Senate and needing two-thirds to, to pass it, I just don't think it's going to happen. Safe bet. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, that's one of my, you know, one of my little juicy bets. And, you know, I didn't even think about calling it juicy. Are we but... naming that Matt's Can't Miss Bet of the Week? Oh, the thing is, it's going to, it's going to take until next year. So it's going to be like the juicy bet of 2020. But it's such a weak bet. I got to do something bigger for that. Okay. So. We're calling that Matt's weak bet. Of the week. Weak, juicy bet. Yeah. Of the week. Yeah. <laughs> moist. We won't call it juicy. It'll be moist. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Speaking of juicy. Yeah, I think we got to get to the real it's juice that time. of the pod. It's that time. So this is a, a strange week in the NFL. There is not going to be a Thursday night game this week. There are going to be three Saturday games. And to get those bets, all you have to do is follow us on Twitter, at EconomyPod. There may or may not be a juicy parlay for you guys. Overall, the games this week are, uh, they leave a lot to be desired. It was hard for me to find uh, good degenerate parlays, but my can't miss bet of the week is actually for a Monday night football game. It is the Packers versus the Vikings. I love the Packers money line versus the Vikings. This game is in Minnesota, so the Packers are underdogs. It is plus 205, meaning $100 oh, wow. wins you 205, so uh, 2x. That's that's good. You think the Packers will pull it off? Vikings are still a good team. Vikings are a really good team with a really good defense, mm. and Packers are a bit overrated. However, the Packers and Vikings are fighting for positioning in the playoffs. Mm. The Packers, they're both in it, it seems like, but the Packers wants that bye week and they want to get home field right so i don't think the vikings have the offensive power to get what it takes to beat the packers i think aaron Rodgers is going to pull some aaron Rodgers magic yeah, out right. and i think that the packers are going to come away with it and our listeners are going to be up 2x on that bet yeah they I will like have that. to wait till the end of the week but that is my can't miss bet of the week packers money line versus the Vikings 100 wins you 205. Love it. Then we got. Uh, let me foreshadow this by saying this. I am not excited about either of these parlays. I hate to be this low energy, but these games suck. What's they the, suck. What's their moistness level? They are dry. They are five day old reheated chicken wow. breast dry. Yikes. Yeah. It is. It's rough out there. It is desert dry. Right. I uh, wish that there was better games, but. We can only go with what the NFL gives us, right? So my morning degenerate parlay is going to be Saints minus two and a half versus the Titans. That just means the Saints have to win by three points or more for that bet to hit. I got Bengals minus one versus the Dolphins. This game sucks. Yeah, it's a bad game. The only way to even care about this game is to bet on this game and have it in your parlay. This is a battle of two of the worst teams in in football. But um, what's the over under like? I have no idea. 13. Maybe twelve. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but we got uh, we got old ginger Andy Dalton. He's back as quarterback of the Bengals. He's actually been doing okay. They uh, they put up a bit of a fight 
against the Patriots until they didn't. So we got Bengals minus one versus the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are just tanking. They want that number one pick. They should get it. I think they're going to need to find a quarterback, probably get that guy from LSU. So uh, Bengals minus one versus the Dolphins. Then we got Colts money line versus the Panthers. The Panthers have given it up. They've thrown in the towel for the year. Uh, they're just thinking about Cancun at this point, I gotta hmm. think, and the vacations they're taking. Right. Colts are pretty much out of the playoffs now, too, uh, with the last few losses, but I think they're gonna beat the Panthers. I think Jacoby Brissett is a proud guy. I think their coach is a better coach than whoever the Panthers are throwing out there. So, Colts money line versus the Panthers. And then we have Ravens money line versus the terrible Browns. Mm. I have a bias. I hate Baker Mayfield. I cannot stand him. He is a loser. It's and true. He's, <laughs> the Browns in general are overrated. Anything from Cleveland, most people know, kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Ravens money line versus the Browns. Colts money line versus the Panthers. Bengals minus one versus the Dolphins. Saints minus two and a half versus the Titans. $100 wins you $413. Hmm. So 4x your money if this hits. Right, Pretty good chance of this hitting. We're not too excited. The gains yeah. aren't there. Honestly, this is probably the only way you could watch those morning football games. Yeah. This yeah. lineup is leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. And then normally it's those afternoon parlays that are juicy. Yeah, those are is. the ones that hit. Those are the ones I get excited for. This one kind of sucks too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so again, I'm sorry I'm so low energy on these, but I'm not too happy with them. And honestly, the gains on these are not that good. I would just do it because one, we're all degenerates. It's a degenerate parlay. <laughs> two, you get something and you watch football. Right. So we like the Cowboys minus two and a half versus the Eagles. Um, this actually bet I just changed this week after watching the Cowboys yeah, dominate. dominate the Rams. And the Eagles barely won their game. Yeah. And the Eagles just look terrible. It seems like everyone's hurt. The, uh, Carson Wentz has nobody to throw to. The Cowboys have a lot of talent on their roster. This game is basically, whoever wins this game should go on to win the NFC East. So huh. no matter how bad they are, they will make it to the playoffs. Right. And all it takes is just a team getting hot. And you can yeah. make it. And Cowboys are, are kind of doing it right now. Cowboys was, are getting I was hot. Blown away by that last yeah, game. Yeah, Cowboys are getting hot. So Cowboys minus two and a half versus the Eagles. Seahawks money line versus the Cardinals. Cardinals are trash. Uh, and they're better than the record shows, I guess. They're fun to watch, but they have there's no chance against the Seahawks. This game's also in Seattle. Seahawks are fighting mm. for that number one spot. Uh, versus the 49ers, which is the sensitive subject that I want to yeah. get into. Yikes. Uh, the Chargers who are a trash team as well, are playing an even worse team, the Raiders. Mm. Can we just talk for a second how freaking bad the Raiders are? Yeah. Man, just bad. their last game in the Oakland Coliseum, and who'd they lose to? Nobody. They <laughs> lost to Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars. Yeah. It's insane. It's disgusting. What a terrible franchise with the most overrated coach in history, that's John Gruden, with a terrible boner of a quarterback, Derek Carr, I hate them all. I hate the Raiders. That last Good game, The last game was their last game too, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's just... their last game in Oakland ever. <laughs> right. They're moving to Las Vegas. That was how that's got to leave a rough taste. Really sour taste in Vegas's mouth after that. I think Vegas doesn't care because yeah. the casinos are going to buy the tickets anyway and give them to their um, Right. to their high big rollers. shots. Yeah, the high rollers, yeah. the people who who listen to the pod and yeah. bet. <laughs> a lot of friends of ours. Yeah, a lot of friends of ours, but the Raiders are trash. Good riddance, and 
they will lose to the Chargers this week, money line. And then we got the Broncos money line versus the Lions. Again, two trash oh, teams. That. It's it's hard to watch that these games, bad. but this is all we have. This yeah. is the only way we could even watch these games. So again, we got Cowboys minus two and a half, Seahawks money line, Chargers money line, Broncos money line. One hundred dollars went to two hundred eighty-one dollars. So two point eight x. Yeah. Again, it's okay. Yeah. Nothing to get too excited about. But when both of these hit, you're up. You know, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, so, no big deal. Plus yeah. the can't miss. Yeah. Plus the can't miss. Yeah, the two hundred five. Yeah. So if you follow these bets, the likelihood of of winning a thousand dollars pretty high, pretty high just in time for the holidays. Just in time. Yeah, yeah I think absolutely. the last bet would be the twenty third of December. So right. you can make those last minute Christmas Eve yeah. purchases at a thousand dollars, and then that's without our Saturday picks, which could be pretty good. Yeah. Could be. So the only way to get those, again, you follow us on Twitter, at EconomyPod. We've had some funny questions lately, some yeah. some good interactions. We're loving all of this. We are loving the podcast subscriptions. We've seen those go up. The yeah. listens have gone up like crazy. We're loving the reviews. Yeah, yeah. Everybody keep talking about it. Keep uh, keep hitting that review button. And yeah, five stars. mash that review button. Yeah. Mash that five star. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And like I said, if you add us on Twitter at EconomyPod, and you DM us, yeah, and you say, "Hey Sam, hey Matt, love the pod," I'm gonna give you no. Yeah, I'm <laughs> no. doing it. The deal still stands. The offer still stands. You are gonna get a free penny stock tip oh from yours no. truly. No one else is offering wow. penny stocks like this. That's how we're doing it. Just I still don't know what it is. He yeah. still refuses to tell me. Well, you haven't DM'd the, yeah, the pod yet. You really should. And in this economy, you cannot pass down penny stock tips. They're, they're everything. Yeah, they are everything. Yeah. On that note, happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening. Matt, any last words? No, thanks, everybody. Yeah, definitely hit that subscribe and tell anybody you know who um, who's interested in this to, uh, to give it a listen. And... Uh, you know, you're welcome for all the gains you're going to eventually get. You're welcome for buying those presents for you and your fam. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, everyone. See you guys.